Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. Well, this world can be so stressful at times, but what if your marriage, what if the relationship with your spouse was a safe haven whenever you were facing a really tough situation? I'm John Fuller, along with my colleagues here at Focus on the Family, Greg and Aaron Smalley and Aaron. Why is it important for us to have kind of a safe place with our spouse? You know, John, it's because when you feel safe, your heart opens. And when your heart's open, you connect. You connect freely knowing that your spouse gets your value and that as vulnerable as this connection is, because it's a there's a lot at stake here within our marriage relationship. You know, is he going to cherish me? Is, does he value me? Does he see my value? Is he going to be there for me in my time of need? All these things are the questions that we're all asking at a deeper level. Am I going to be rejected if I put myself out there? So it's just recognizing the safer that we feel relationally, the more likely we are to be vulnerable and the more likely we are to be open. Mm, And thus we breed that deep connection that God created marriage to have. Yeah. And I'm loving the nonverbals you're giving us right now. Our listeners can't see it, but you are pointing at and affirming Greg and using him as your your real life illustration for feeling connected because you connected. feel safe. Yeah. Yes. Well, let's go ahead and hear from Mylan and Kay Yurkovich, who are very candid about what they've learned in their own relationship about safety. Here they are now with Jim Daly. Mylan and Kay, welcome back to Focus. Thank you. Thank you so much. It is good to have you. And I'm telling you folks, uh, Mylan and Kay have really lived it. And Gene and I are learning so much from you and going through your resources. Uh, it's fantastic. So thank you for what you've done. Thank you for living through difficult times so that you can now live in a much more God-centered time in your marriage. Just briefly describe that. The first 15 years in the last 35 that you've had together? Well, I would say in the first 15 years, uh, we didn't know how to describe our inner self. We didn't have a vocabulary for feelings. Um, we Neither of us really had memories of comfort growing up, so we really didn't know how to take our stress into relationship. So we ignored a lot. Right. Uh, we swept a lot under the rug. Um, we really had very little ability to even resolve conflict because we didn't really have good modeling of that either. So it just simmered. And I'm saying that because so many of us oh, live yeah. there. Oh, yeah. It simmered. And yeah. of course, when things simmer long enough, they, you know, the pan goes dry and the smoke starts smoking and, you know, you, you have to do something or you're going to just stay in this painful place. I would say, you know, we learned how to emotionally connect, which has made such a difference We've developed a vocabulary for feelings, and we still have stress. Uh, Stress is just a part of living in this world, but we know how to manage it now. We know how to take it to each other. We know how to ask for comfort. We know how to resolve a conflict if the stress is between us. And those are just skills we did not have in the first 15 years. And I so appreciate that background because it paints the picture of your experience, what you have brought to bear on this, on human relationship. And in fact, Mylon, you really stress this point of relationship uh, in the materials that you've created, that it's all about relationship, that God in our stressful times wants us to move toward relationship. It feels counterintuitive to do that. We tend to want to isolate because we're, we're in pain. You know... The reason we picked this title, 
John and Jim, taking stress and moving it toward emotional intimacy is because if you think of the alternative of taking stress as we naturally tend to do, it'll turn into conflict and destruction. We hurt each other. We harm each other. We bite and devour one another. We're bitter toward one mm -hmm. another. All the things that, that, that God's Word tells us not to be. So we, we took those natural tendencies. We said, what was God's plan and pattern? And it was to basically learn to come to one another to receive comfort from each other because the Bible commands us to do that. We're supposed to comfort, encourage, pray for, confess, uh, bear one another's burdens and love one another. Well, I can't do that, Jim, if I'm isolating. To your point, if I isolate, she won't have any way of doing those things for me. Mm. Our first influence was we were made in the image and likeness of God. That was the first major influence and imprint that God puts upon us, that we're made in his image and likeness. And then Adam and Eve came along and they altered that. Mm. And all of a sudden now we're image bearers, but we also have the genetic history and lineage of Adam and Eve. Right. So we tend to do what they did, and that is the whole point of why we need to be saved. That's the whole point of why we need to <laughs> bring ourselves into relationship with God and one another so we can heal from that. Yeah. In fact, in the material, you talk about Hebrews four fourteen, and uh, kind of the example that Jesus gives us there. What, right. what Well, he happens? says that he's that the throne of God is a safe place to come mm -hmm. and to bring our stress and our needs to him. And, you know, that is even a great model for a parent. You know, are we a safe place where kids can bring their emotions mm -hmm. and their needs and, and be honest with what they're going through? Or a spouse. Or a spouse. Wow. That sounds, even when I say it, it sounds more dangerous. Mm -hmm. well, Isn't that interesting? And this is another point that I think is important to make is that all that we're talking about to bring anything into relationship requires risk and it requires vulnerability. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that is, it's uncomfortable because we don't quite know how someone is going to respond. And it took us a while to get comfortable. There were a lot of uncomfortable interchanges before we learned and developed skills to make it more comfortable. But even looking back to our families of origin, there's an atmosphere or a level of vulnerability or lack thereof in the home you grew up in. And the more vulnerable your home, the safer it was to be open and express your hurt or your feelings, the easier it's going to be as an adult to go to people. Hmm. I so appreciate uh, Mylan and Kay and their vulnerability, and uh, they really shared some good lessons there. Greg, um, what's your recommendation for staying connected as a couple when those hard times come and you get stressed out? One word. Okay. I would say this over and over and over and over and over and over again in your mind. Aaron does this naturally, and the word is empathy. She's great at that. That's something I've really had to learn. But I'm telling you, you want to truly connect uh, with your spouse when there's pain and hurt and whatever you guys are going through. There is no greater gift in that moment than empathy. Empathy is all about caring with your spouse. Sympathy is when you care about your spouse. You can tell they're hurting and, you know, you pat them on the shoulder and, hey, I know that you're hurting Empathy is on a very different level, and that's that That not only am I going to notice that you're in pain, I'm going to open that car door, and I'm going to climb in that vehicle with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know where we're going to drive. I don't even know how to give you directions. 
I may not even know what to say, but I'm going to jump into the car with you and let's just drive. Help me to understand what was that like? I can tell you're hurting and, and there is something so connecting. You talk about creating safety in a relationship when I'm willing just to, just to meet Aaron, wherever she's at, no judgment, you know, no rush, you know, you should be over this by now, or I don't understand why this is so painful. That's not that big of a deal. Or if I'm thinking in my mind, yeah, I wouldn't have, why does that bother her? I mean, if you put all that stuff aside and just, again, the analogy is that all that emotion is like a big old car. So mm-hmm. for me, I like to imagine it as a, as a Ford Raptor. Okay. That's a pretty it's big, a very manly. Yeah. So she's in there in the front seat driving. I just want to climb in the passenger I'm side. I'm on the journey with you. Mm-hmm. I'm on the journey it's with powerful. you. Where I don't know where we're going. Okay. And what I love about empathy is the beauty of it is I just get to care. Like, I don't have to have answers. How like, you, I may not know what to say, and that's okay. I'm yeah. just going to be there in the car with you. But how do you, as a fix-it guy, get to that point of saying, it's okay for me not to be able to fix this? Empathy. Empathy. Say it again and okay. again and again in your mind. Yeah. And it's it's key that you let your spouse know what you're needing or wanting in these seasons. Because often, like, Greg can get in the car and be thinking that he's... Oh, in the in the truck and be thinking (laughs) that he's meeting me with empathy and that he's really caring for my heart. But I just encourage people speak up like if he is not hitting the mark, let him know, let her know that this is really I appreciate what you're doing and what you're trying to do. But this would mean so much more to me or this is what I really want or what I really need during the season. Just be be vulnerable, be honest, give him feedback. And that way they they know how to come alongside of you during a very difficult season. I love there was someone I couldn't tell you who, but a quote that I love and I'm going to butcher it. But how I remember it is that people will forget what you said. They're going to forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Hmm. That's empathy. You got it right, too. Oh, sweet. The nice. Yeah, she probably said it. <laughs> yeah, as Aaron has always said. Well, let's close on a win there. Um, we want you to know that if you're in a tough season, uh, just please call Focus on the Family. If you don't know who to talk to, if, if you don't know a counselor, or you're not sure you can talk to your pastor about what you're going through as a couple, uh, we have caring Christian counselors here. They can um, set up a time for you to have a free consultation with one of them. And uh, the number is 800-A-FAMILY. And I think uh, the book by Mylan and Kay Yurkovich is really phenomenal. We've bundled that uh, with a CD of a broadcast conversation with them. It's called Growing Your Marriage in Times of Stress. And we want you to have that. Please make a donation of any amount today to Focus on the Family to help us as we help so many marriages around the world. And we'll send a copy of that bundle to you as our thank you gift. Uh, again, you can call 800-A-FAMILY or stop by focusonthefamily.com slash marriagepodcast to donate and get resources. Next time, we'll be discussing how to work together as a team in your marriage. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire uh, staff here at Focus on the Family, thanks for listening. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. <laughs>